Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning and welcome. You're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're so glad you could join us. But before we get into the Word, let's pray. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for everything that you're doing in our lives, Lord. We just thank you for your infinite wisdom and knowledge that you have given us, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you for proving and showing that we are your servants, Lord. And just validating us through your Word, Lord, and through your actions. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Jesus. And amen. Well, good morning. Well, welcome, everyone. We're glad to have you with us as we continue to discuss the Word of God and our study in the book of Acts. So this morning we're going to be in chapter 5. Before we begin, I'd just like to thank everyone for liking the episode, for subscribing on this and any number of the platforms you find a day of prayer on, and then for sharing it with someone else so they too can be blessed. But most importantly, learn and grow in relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Okay? Okay. I'd just like to thank you for participating in the labors and by partnering with us in accomplishing everything the Lord has given us to accomplish, which is building his house and to bring in the end time harvest. Mm -hmm. So we thank you and we ask that the Lord bless you immensely for it. Mm -hmm. John, I was just going to say, you know, I don't think that you mention enough about the resources that are available on the website. We tell people, hey, if you want to contact us, reach out to us at dayofprayer.org or ministry at dayofprayer.org. But, um, uh, I mean, ministry at a day of prayer. Uh, uh, ministry at a day of prayer dot org. Yeah, we yes, changed them. I still, still haven't <laughs> locked that in yet. But anyway, it's all right. But there, but visit the website. Absolutely. Um, you know, um, I've had websites built. Uh, we're having another website done right now. Um, the website is beautiful. The way it's done, the way it's laid out. It's um, hallelujah. Lots of information there. It's very easy to navigate. And uh, there's other there's other podcasts there. <laughs> that you might want to listen to as well too. There's neat stuff going on there. So just just encourage everybody to visit the to visit the website and, and search around and, Absolutely. and give some feedback. We'd love to hear it. Mm -hmm. Yes, most definitely. Thank there's, you, Dean. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. And yes, as you as you were saying, if there's something you're looking for that you don't see on there, you know, hey, just reach out and let us know. We'd we'd love to connect with you and you know hear your thoughts and and of course like anything else, we're going to bring it before the Lord and. You know, for both how to implement it, but then also is is that exactly what he wants on there? That's with all things. We bring it before the Lord, and we encourage you to do the same. Um, but we'd love to connect with you. And yes, the website is is a bunch of resources for the believer and, and new believers, and even those that are searching for the Lord to help you grow in relationship with Christ. That's really what this ministry is is about. So. So thank you. And um, all that being said, let's actually get into the Word, shall we? Now today we're moving forward, and we are going to begin Acts chapter 5. So could I get a volunteer to read the first 16 verses? I will. All right, I promise. But a certain, name, certain man named Ananias was to fire his wife, sold possession, and he kept, part, and he kept back part of the proceeds his wife also being aware of it, and brought it a certain part of it and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said, 
Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? While it remained, was it not your own? And after it was, after was it sold, was it not in your own control? Why have you conceived this thing in your heart? Ye have not lied to men but to God. Then Ananias, hearing these words, fell down and breathed his last. So great fear came upon all those who heard these things. And the young men arose and wrapped him up and carried him out, burying him. Now it was about three hours later when his wife came in, not knowing what had happened. And Peter answered her, Tell me, why do you sell the land for so much? She said, Yes, for so much. Then Peter said to her, How is it that you have agreed together to test the spirit of the Lord? Look, the few of those who have buried your husband are at the door, and they will carry you out. Then immediately she fell down at his feet and breathed her last. And the young men came in and found her dead, and carrying her out, buried her by her husband. So great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things. And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all in one accord in Solomon's porch. Yet none of the rest dared to join them, but the people esteemed them highly. And believers were increasingly added to the Lord, multitudes of both men and women, so that they, were, so that they brought the sick out and into the streets and laid them on beds and couches, that at least the shadow of Peter passing by might fall on some of them. Also, a multitude gathered from the surrounding cities to Jerusalem, bringing sick people and those who were tormented by unclean spirits, and they're all healed. Amen. Amen. All right, so there is a ton in there, obviously. It is the living word, so it's infinite. But we're going to begin to discuss it, and with that, I want to open up the floor for each of you to share what the Holy Spirit is speaking and ministering to each of you. And then, of course, if you have any questions, feel free to ask them. All right, we're all learning and growing in the Lord together. So, who would like to begin? I will. All right, LaCharles. Okay, the, for, for, the first thing that the Lord was pointing out to me, he pointed out how in verse 3, Peter had told, said to Ananias, Why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? And the Lord wanted me to state it wasn't because Ananias had kept back part of himself, because as we see, the Lord doesn't demand, like Dad, you brought up a couple of devotionals back about the free will offerings inside of Exodus 25 and how Moses said bring everything that's in your heart what the Lord lays on your heart to come bring and what the Lord showed me what the problem was it was because he was trying to manipulate and still I'd say become part of it what everybody else was doing and you see Peter address that when he says, "Was it not your when you sold the before you sold it? Was it not your own?" And then even after you sold and had the money, was it not your own? Why have you done this? Mm-hmm. And that's what the Lord wanted me to point out. It's not because if you sell something, you have to bring everything to a certain per- person or group in order to be blessed. And if you don't, something bad's gonna happen to you. That's not what the Lord wanted. And that further goes back to as. Layla and Promise were talking about yesterday in the devotional how it was 
um, and Mr. Dean, how it was all administrated and led by the Lord in their giving and offerings. It wasn't because they thought it was a, I, a new way to be, I'd say, to try to get more esteem in the ranks or thought of being more holy than others, but it was because the Lord laid it on their hearts to do, to do so. Hmm. So you're saying they were coming with ulterior motives? Yes. And you can even, um, if we skip ahead slightly, then we, and like in chapter 8, we see that Simon the sorcerer, how he came and wanted the Holy Spirit, but his reasons for wanting so were all um, not right. That's why Peter said, you perish with your money, because he was trying to do wicked things with it. And we see the same thing here. It's not always wicked how we think of grand sins, but even the slightest bit of leaven leavens the whole lump. Hmm. The Holy Spirit is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. <laughs> yes. So, um, as uh, you... I have that scripture for you. Oh, thank you. That is uh, Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It pierces even to... even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Amen. Nothing, this is the next verse, verse 13, nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Everything is uncovered and exposed before the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Well, glory to God. We, we see that there was giving an account here. Um, <laughs> and the the important thing was not that they lied to man but they lied to god and i see a similarity here between what was happening with ananias and sapphira and judas mm. but the difference is the lord had um judas was already accounted for if you will that one of the people numbered amongst jesus would be his betrayer and while it wasn't like God was condoning it. That's not what I'm saying. But this was um, predestined, if you will. The Lord had already known that Judas was going to betray him. And this is the adversary trying to plant another Judas, if you will. And it didn't go over well for the people that conspired with Satan, which it says that about um, Judas as well. Satan entered into his heart to go do what he had done against the Lord. So I think that's... But even if we look at that with the, the example he gave in Judas, right, which is a great example, There's, there are many similarities. Up until the point that Jesus said what he said, right, the disciples didn't know who was the betrayer. They had no clue. Mm -hmm. It was something that the, the Lord, through the Holy Spirit, revealed mm -hmm. to Jesus, and he said, this, this is who you are. This is what you're going to do. So now go do it. This is who the betrayer is, right? The disciples didn't know. And let's, I mean, let's examine that for a moment because they were sent out. The 12 were sent out. The, the 70 were sent out. There was healings. There was miracles. They came back rejoicing. I mean, they, he had a part and a role in the ministry. And none of them saw any difference, if you will, between the disciples. Mm-hmm. However, the Lord knows the difference. He knows the thoughts, as we just read, the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Mm -hmm. So 
it matters, right? But I say I bring that up because let's look at and we discuss what was happening in the environment at this time, right? Mm-hmm. This is the first church, and numbers are being added daily, but there's still persecutions. Mm-hmm. Or we just read about Peter and John in the temple being dragged out, right, and trying to arrest them during the hour of prayer. So you can see how there was resistance, right? And you know, there some commentaries will say, "Oh, well, there no one would join this church unless." They actually had a, a true revelation of the Lord and who the Lord is, and, right? So in other words, truly believing. Mm-hmm. But if you're truly believing, then shouldn't we put all our hope and faith and trust in the Lord and not try to hedge our bets, right? Um, yes. Honey, you brought yes. up this uh, scripture in Second uh, Corinthians 9 in the previous episode mm-hmm. uh, talking about giving, right? Let each one give as he purposes in it purposes in his heart uh that's first corinthians 9 verse 7 not grudgingly or out of necessity uh some will say some versions say compulsion right Mm -hmm. for god loves a cheerful giver right and then if but if you skip down to verse 10 may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed which you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything for all liberality which causes thanksgiving through us to god and here's And then it continues. I'm going to read through verse 15. For the administration of this service not only supplies the needs of the saints, but it is abounding through many thanksgivings to God. While though the proof of this ministry, through the proof, excuse me, of this ministry, they glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ and for your liberal sharing with them and all men, and by their prayers for you who long for you to become of this exceeding grace of God in you. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. So as we look at, I'll say that scripture, in light of everything that's happening here with Ananias and Sapphira, it was theirs to do with it what they want or Mm -hmm. in obedience to how the Holy Spirit was leading them, all right? Mm-hmm. Or they actually even had the right to refuse the Holy Spirit. Exactly. We don't recommend that, but they could have just said no, right? But the way that this happens, it... I wouldn't say that the Holy Spirit was prompting them either way. I think they were plants from the adversary the, the entire time, and they just saw what they were doing and wanted to mimic the behavior with deception as their motivation to come in to cause strife, to steal, kill, and destroy, and whatever that was. Well, and it's interesting you bring that up because uh, it was brought up about Saul, who the Lord changes, begins, makes a new creation, and mm-hmm. he takes the name Paul, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and he talks about that in, in Galatians, right? Um, I will read from verse 4. It says, And this occurred because of false brethren secretly brought in, who came in by stealth to spy out our liberty, liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they may bring us into bondage, to whom we did not yield submission even for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. Mm-hmm. Now, I'll bring that up because you see this is something that, that didn't just happen there with the first church, but it, it continues, right? And actually, we, you see it even in Christ's ministry where there are many that sought to spy him out and f- try to figure out a way to entrap him, mm-hmm. right? So this is nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun, right? Mm-hmm. Scripture tells us that plainly. Mm-hmm. Our... Hope 
dependence, trust, confidence, everything, and the entirety of our being must be on the Lord, that he's able to uphold us, right, his servants, mm-hmm. and that he will deal with the situation, not trying to take matters into our own hands, mm. but allowing the Lord to move and to judge and to, uh, I'll say, vindicate his servants mm-hmm. of any accusations, right? Um, yes. It, it matters. It's, it's of great importance. And, and you see this, uh, I'll say, in this section, right? You see the, that, that twisting, trying to spy out the liberty, but then there's also a, a hedging of bets. Well, what if this doesn't work out, right? How can we, how can we say that's true belief, um, on Ananias, on and, Ananias Sapphira's and Sapphira's part. part, yes. I mean, they put together a whole ruse to trick and deceive the apostles into believing. They, they thought, you know, like for the human side, they might have just been looking at it person to person, but the inward man um, that they were operating under did not. It was towards the Lord. Can we, let's deceive and try to steal um, and, you know, put together a whole charade of what happened when none of that was necessary. Dean, did you have something you wanted to say? Well, yeah, I think there's a, a, a couple, for me, there's a couple other perspectives here that could be um, potentially applied. Um, you know, the, for me, the wonderful thing about God's word is that there's, um, there's so many facets to it. You know, you can read it over and over again and see more and more. And so as everybody's commenting, I'm thinking, well, um, there could be a lesson here that um, Ananias and Sapphira were solid believers, and yet we're given a lesson to show that when you're not paying attention, Satan does enter in, and you need to guard your heart and mind to make sure you're listening to the right spirit so you don't conspire to do something and be led astray so quickly. I mean, here was, here was look at Peter, right? You are the Christ, and then don't let that be God, and he said, get behind me, Satan. So, I mean, even mm-hmm. Peter was influenced by Satan, he brought it back into check. So maybe the lesson is, is really need to be in check about that. Mm-hmm. The other thing to contemplate for me is that um, we've had several employees um, flat out commit fraud against us in the way that they were hired and then what they did while they worked for us. Mm-hmm. And um, Susan has been... Um, um, the president of your hurt. company. Yeah, the, the, mm-hmm. she's the president of the company, runs the company. She's been hurt, personally hurt by this. And um, I just shared with her, I said, um, she's trying to figure it out. I said, mm-hmm. well, I don't, I don't know that you need to contemplate that. I said, you know, there's people that are going to deceive you, they're going to deceive you. I mean, it's that's the reality. The fact that I can't figure out why they did it or what their motivation was, to me, is actually a good thing. Because if I could think like them and understand them, then I may be more like them. And I want to think and, under, and understand being led by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so there's some comfort in that. So your wickedness is not something I really want to necessarily figure out. So these are... I'm, I, know, I'm, I'm, I understand, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I laugh because it, you, know, you explained it in such a very simple way, which I, I, I admire um, and appreciate. But yeah, well, why are we trying to figure out sin and wickedness, right? We should be aware of the schemes of the, the evil one, right? The enemy but I don't need to figure out how he went about it and connect all the dots. I just need the Lord to reveal it. He reveals those things and those plans and provides the the way of escape, how to guard against it, how to, uh, he gives us the plan on how to defeat it. Well, there's definitely a contrast here. Here's, here's, here's Barnabas, you know, it's a, um, you know, uh, what are there, there, you, you, these, these little memes and stuff that come up, right? 
Mm-hmm. Here's a story of Barnabas. Here's a story of Ananias, right? And this is mm-hmm. what they did. Be like Barnabas, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pick one. Yeah. Yeah. Just be like Barnabas, right? Right. Here's your, you, you can, if you want to do good and the Lord's leading you to sell a piece of property and donate it, then do it. Mm-hmm. And, yes. and, and be led by the Holy Spirit and see what happens if you're not. Mm-hmm. But the irony is, is that there, there certainly seems to be an element of greed in their motivation, right? Mm-hmm. So Satan mm-hmm. used potentially some latent greed that was still in them as mm-hmm. you know, that was there. And so the irony is, is what they were trying to protect and keep for themselves. They lost everything. It, to include their life, yes. yes. And, but here's the other thing, right? Because it's been brought up, and it's a great point, right? The enemy tries to steal, kill, and destroy, right? And it would be easy for, to look at it in the natural and go, man, what's going to happen now? And, and then allow fear to have a foothold in a place. But we know fear comes from the evil one. Mm-hmm. And this is part of the reason I felt led that we should read through verse 16. Because what does it continue with right after this incident? Talking about the Lord continuing to move and power and might in the church. And more people are added, men and women. Right? And the, the apostles now continuing to preach and teach the word. More people are, are being brought in from outside now, not just in Jerusalem. But they're being brought in, and people are being healed, and demons are cast out. And, I mean, they're being set free. They're being set free in Christ. Christ isn't limited, right? He, so I think we just need to understand that and uh, because it matters. It matters for us, for our walk, but it, beyond that, it matters for others. Why would we allow the enemy to have a foothold in our life through fear or anything else and then allow that to hinder the work of the Lord? So are you, are you referencing more so Peter, like he didn't get suspicious all of a sudden and start clamping down? Exactly. Um, trying to physically defend against the attacks of the adversary where he would try to come in and steal, kill, and destroy or things of that nature. Um, Two things. One, God gives everyone a chance. Yes. That's, that's, that's his way. Even Amen. if he knows that they're wicked, even when he knows that they're wicked and they're going to choose and decide wickedly, he still gives them a chance to do right. And in that line, that means usually there's a believer or a, you know, someone who loves God and trusts him involved with their opportunity. Uh, let's look at Jesus's life for an example. He was all He's God, but, and he was living his life for God. And Judas still had an opportunity mm-hmm. to turn away from his wickedness, right? Ananias yes. and yes. Sapphira still had an opportunity to turn away from what they were planning to do or what was brewing on the inside of it. However, you, you know, um, look at that and God knows, he knows the hearts of people. That's it. They still had a chance and believers, we are a part of that chance. Moses was a part of the chance for the children of Israel. Some of them said, yes, we're going to go and do right. A lot of them said no and tried to stone him and turn against him, all of those things. But it shouldn't have made Moses bitter in the process, which I think is what you're trying to say. Exactly. And, and you see that even with Jesus' life, right? I mean, many left him at one point in his ministry and even turned to the, to the well, now apostles. And he's like, are you going to leave too? Mm-hmm. So the, we have these opportunities in the Lord. There, there are many, right? But it's a matter of what are we going to choose? It always comes down to our choice. Are we going to choose God above what the situation, the scenario, the the circumstance looks like, appears like? And, and 
and, and I say that, seek the Lord on, on what's actually happening. Get his perspective, his thoughts, his ways on it, which he gives through the Holy Spirit, of course. Mm-hmm. And instead of looking with our own eyes or hearing with our own ears on and trying to use deductive reasoning, if you will, mm-hmm. to figure out what the what's happening, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, that's flawed. And, and I, I did bring up about fear, so I want to, you know, I'll say, make this you know, plainly, state this plainly. And verse 11 says, And great, so great fear came upon all the church and upon all who heard these things, talking about what happened with Ananias and Sapphira. But the fear is a, I'll say, it, there's a, the Lord must be revered. Respect, right? Respected, exactly. You, you cannot treat not- him any old kind of way. Right? He is mm-hmm. God. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. And, must be treated and handled as such. Same with the Holy Spirit. And I think we'll cover more of that tomorrow uh, or in the next episode. Um, but I, I just want to say that plainly. He is God. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's treat him with reverence. That he that's due his name. Mm-hmm. Amen? Amen. Amen? All right. So we're going to pause there for today. And... With that, can I get a volunteer to close us out in prayer, please? I will. All right, Layla. Lord, we thank you that you've made us overcomers in your name, Lord, that by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony, Lord, of the good things that you've done for us, Lord, that we're able to overcome the enemy in every obstacle and trial, Lord. We thank you for your goodness and your abundant mercies and your forgiveness, Lord. We thank you for calling us sons and daughters, Lord, and for giving us another chance at life, Lord. Life eternal with you, God, and glory without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. Lord, we thank you for our brothers and sisters that help us walk along the way, Lord. And we thank you for your Holy Spirit that guides us into all truth and shows us things to come, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Well, we love you. God bless you. And have a wonderful day. We hope you've enjoyed listening to A Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through A Day of Prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.